Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 743-17 till 8 on a sunny Thursday morning. It'll be a little cool today. Highs of 56 and that... Comes around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, right before the sun goes down. Lows tonight, 34 north and west of the lake, 44 south shore. Highs tomorrow, 66, but a 100% chance of some heavy storms primarily in the afternoon. Then Saturday, King's Day, sunny, nice. Highs of 60 for the funny 40, 40 funny fellows, funny, whatever it is. They, they'll be parading on the streetcar down St. Charles Avenue. On Saturday evening and Sunday, Saints taking on the Falcons in the Dome. They win. Buccaneers lose. Saints win the division, host the division, uh, the um, home playoff game the following week. That's my story, and I'm going with it. Ton Trung joins us now here on WWL, multimedia journalist. Happy New Year, Ton. Tommy, Happy New Year to you. Man, it sounds like it's a lot going on this weekend. Well, there is, and it's a big game for the Saints, and I'm optimistic. Yeah. I'm hoping for the best. Um, I, saw, yeah. I saw a story at NOLA.com today about a New Orleans police officer taken off the streets, allegedly caught smoking illegal narcotics last month by his own police body-worn camera. And, and I thought about your podcast that you're going to talk about today uh, that involves an NOPD officer. Take us back to the beginning of this, if you will, Todd. Well, New Year's obviously is a time that I think that people consider making a change in their life, and you can call them New Year's resolutions, but... Coming off a, a full year, the previous year, and starting a new one, people generally start thinking about maybe it's time to stop something, start something. And for Maggie Darling, she's a veteran NOPD homicide detective. She made the choice three years ago to go cold turkey and stop drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily a New Year's resolution. And if people listen to the podcast, they'll understand why she made that decision. But I figured that if this is a time that people are making New Year's resolutions and it possibly could involve stopping some vices like alcohol, uh, that we should hear from somebody that made that decision to see what their life was like before alcohol and what their life is like after alcohol. And the conversation that I had with Maggie Darling was a very honest and raw conversation, at times emotional. And I think that if people are considering making a change like that, that they may relate to some of the experiences that Maggie has had. Um, was there one, and I don't want to give anything away here because I want people to listen to the podcast and hear the whole story, but was there one tipping point that, um, caused that? There was a tipping point, Tommy. And, you know, that there usually comes a time for people who make a decision about sobriety to continue with it or make a pause in, in their consumption. 
Uh, and there was an incident for for Maggie Darling, and it's you know, pardon the pun, it was it was a very sobering moment for her. Uh, she is a native New Orleanian. She grew up in Algiers, and you know, we get into this this notion of how alcohol fits into the culture of New Orleans. And I don't think this is a, a breaking news event here. When I'm telling people that you know, alcohol is very much a part of the landscape in in New Louisiana and in New Orleans. You know, yet we have drive-through daiquiris and we have hurricane parties, and Maggie talks about that, about her relationship with alcohol early on in life and how, you know, some of the insecurities that she had as, as a young person and even as an adult contributed to, to her drinking. But more than anything else, I think that if people listen to the podcast, they'll understand that all of us, including homicide detectives and people who are responsible for a lot of things in, in the city, uh, cope with a lot of issues in life, and sometimes we do self-medication through alcohol and other vices or whatever we have our certain ways to process things and alcohol was one of those for maggie and she just had to get to a point in her life that she had to stop but she also had some traumas just in life in general that you know maybe she hadn't processed before and she didn't really get to think about that until she went cold turkey I wish I knew more about my family's heritage. I really do, and but I don't, uh, about where we came from or how we got here. And I guess maybe if ever I get some time, I'll, I'll look into it. But I always wonder about the culture. And I know you are uh, uh, second generation. How would you characterize yourself, Tom? First, second? Second, I guess, right? I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no I'm, I'm, first, I'm a first-generation refugee. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm first-generation American. But, you know, we, I was born in Vietnam. And so I'm, I'm a first-generation uh, refugee from, from Vietnam. So along those lines, I just wonder about, because I know here with me, uh, you know, my parents were from here, and, and having a little bit of alcohol as a child was not anything new. I just wanted to get the perspective in your household and, and what it was either with the Vietnamese culture or uh, coming to this country or New Orleans. How did your parents handle alcohol and the kids? Well, my, my father drank. And, you know, amazingly, though, I mean, and this is something I get into the podcast with Maggie, uh, you know, there she actually had what she discovered was an allergy to alcohol, but it affected her differently. Uh, I actually have an allergy to to alcohol because a lot of Southeast Asians are born without an enzyme that correctly processes alcohol. So it it does some devastating uh, things to to my body. But I've tried to be social and it just hasn't worked out very well for me. So in many regards, sometimes I've had to have a self-imposed sobriety myself. But my father drank, and you know, in, in the Vietnamese culture, you'll you'll find a lot of a lot of Heinekens. If you see at a lot of parties, Heineken is the choice drink for the occasion. Um, so it's it's not like it's taboo. But you know, I think here, if you look at the U.S. sales of alcohol, uh, it steadily rose through throughout the 2000s and almost uh, peaking. Uh, past certain points, but during the pandemic, it actually went down a bit because of people just shifting to to the home front. But last year, it almost went to $269 billion. So it's it's a very vibrant and, and big industry in the U.S. Uh, and sometimes the availability contributes to a lot of the problems that we have with, with addiction and overconsumption. And we get into that in in the podcast as well. And I'm not trying to make this about you, but when you say allergy, what does that mean? Oh, look, I mean, if I if, if I have too much and it doesn't take a lot, uh, if I get to an extreme point, I'll break out in hives. I get headaches oh. and you, you might you might find me on the bottom of the 
the floor at, at a bar if, if I'm going too hard on it. Uh, so I, I tend to, to not drink too much. Uh, and, and in many ways, you know, that's part of the conversation that I had with Maggie now that she's not drinking anymore. You know, she talks about the stigmas and the, the social awkwardness of when you're not drinking. You know, people kind of look at you sideways when, you know, you're, you're not drinking. They're like, well, you know, I can't I can't trust a guy that doesn't drink. Uh, and that's usually a, a saying that you hear. Um, but, you know, she's found that she's had amazing clarity in her life uh, in understanding why she drank before what she's doing now and you know she says she's in her 40s and she's feeling like she's in the best shape of her life and that's and she's not a preacher you know certainly she's she's a homicide detective and that that goes that comes with a lot of uh, you know personality traits and at the end of the day she doesn't really care what people think or think about her but you know she believes that sobriety has helped her and she says that if she can help anybody else that may be struggling with it it's worth it. She's not preaching sobriety to anyone, but she wants to be an example that if you have an issue, if you have a problem, and she, she says she, she was an alcoholic, you know, she wants to be able to be the face of a problem that she believes is normal. Well, I'll be honest, my dad served in military at 16, and he had a drinking problem throughout his life, and I think that had a lot to do with it. I had a drinking problem for a while and decided to get mm-hmm. away from it, and uh, I even told my kid, you know, you got the genes, so be very careful about yeah. um how you drink and managing that and so forth, prescription medications, et cetera. We'll take a break, pick it up with Tan Trung, and we come back. Tan, quickly, before we come back, how do people find the podcast? Spell it out, please. They can, Yeah, they can just search for my name. It's T-H-A-N-H. It's called The Tan Report, so just search for T-H-A-N-H Report wherever you get your podcasts. All right, more with Tan Trung. We come back, 752, 8 till 7, Traffic Now, WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 755 and a half, four and a half till eight o'clock. Tom Trung joins us, WWL multimedia journalist, rejoins us. I should say he's got a... A new podcast out about New Year's resolutions and a NOPD homicide detective who started what she called a sober journey three years ago. Well, how'd you find this story, Tom? 
Well, I, I've, I've watched and I follow Maggie on social media. She's very out front with her sobriety and some of the lifestyle changes that she's had. And I thought that it would make a, an interesting profile of sobriety. But I think more than anything else, if you want to relate to somebody who's seen some things and as a homicide detective, Maggie Darling has seen some things. And, you know, we charted out from her time in the academy in Jefferson Parish, and then she switched over to NOPD right before Katrina. And I think that she's got a story to tell. And if nothing else, I think what I try to do through the podcast is to allow people to learn about people in the community. Everything that I have in the town report is Louisiana-centric, New Orleans-centric. And, you know, this is such a tight-knit community. And I think that if, if anything else, I'm failing if I'm not telling the stories of the, the, the people that we have in this city. And I think Maggie definitely has a story to tell. And I thought with the timeliness of a New Year's and people making changes in their life, uh, that they may relate to what Maggie has gone through when it comes to her relationship with alcohol. I would presume her job had something to do with this. It, it could, but I, I would say, and, and, and if you listen to the podcast, Maggie would, would tell you that, you know, she, and I'm quoting here, she got down with her job. You know, drinking never got in, in the way of, of, of her job. But, yeah, I think that if there is an occupation, especially in this city, that you'd be justified to having a, a drink or two at the end of the day, it's a member of the NOPD and specifically a member of the Homicide Division. And to be clear, I didn't mean affecting her job. I meant more right. as a reason for it, because you can only imagine what oh, a sure. homicide detective goes through, right? Oh, absolutely. Look, I mean, uh, even in our industry, Tommy, I think, you know, we, we could probably go down the line and, and name off a few people that we've known that have had uh, issues with drinking. And that's just dealing with, quote unquote, you know, the everyday of media. You could name uh, me. You know, stress. <laughs> yeah, stress. Stress comes. Yeah, exactly. Stress comes in many different you know, forms. But uh, again, I, I would say that if anybody's going to be forgiven for having a drink or two at the end of the day, it'd be. You know, law enforcement and people have to deal with, you know, the stuff of the, the public and some of the worst moments of people's lives. And that's usually first responders and police. Um, when it comes to um, your culture, and again, I, I don't mean to, to, delve, uh, to, to go into this too much, but sure. I'm just wondering about Vietnamese culture with or Asian culture with children. I know French give their kids uh, in France, some wine early on a taste to take away the forbidden fruit aspect of it. How, how do Viet Asian families or Vietnamese families handle it? Well, you know, and, and I don't want to paint everybody with right. a broad brush here, but but generally speaking, you know, Asian cultures, there's a lot of moderation. But in Vietnam, I mean, it's, you know, keep in mind, it's also a developing nation. It's been that way for a long time. A lot of kids start smoking cigarettes at 10. Mm. Um, so, you know, some of the kind of social norms are a little bit more relaxed there just because it's a developing nation and that could apply for alcohol as well. So your parents would give you a taste of alcohol or not? Because mine oh, would no, when I was... No. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not my parents. <laughs> okay. My parents thought I was an angel, but I, I would say I wasn't necessarily an angel. <laughs> Tom, tell people again, I enjoy talking to you and I enjoy the podcast. Tell people how to find it, find it again, please. Yeah, they can just search for The Town Report. My name is spelled T-H-A-N-H, -H, The Town Report. Just check it out wherever you get your podcast, and I think people can certainly relate to, to Maggie's story on this one. Hope you have a happy new year, Ton. Thank you. Happy new year, Tommy. All right, thank you, sir. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Caroline Fenn. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.